Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of Let's Talk Podcast. Today, let's talk about how to deal with uncertainty and overthinking. If this is your first time on this channel, my name is Ahmed and I'm a performance coach who's also a big advocate for living my life with optimism. Today, we have such a big and broad topic, but we'll try to narrow it down as much as we can, I promise. So, Recently, someone asked me, how do you suggest dealing with overthinking? And I was like, oh, I mean, come on, this is like a very big question and it's very common as well. But seriously, you guys, life is filled with uncertainty and worries. In fact, we as human beings crave security. We want to feel safe with a sense of control. Another fact is that we're all different in how much uncertainty we can tolerate in life. A lot of us are actually in natural worries, but uncertainty affects everyone differently. But when you realize that being uncertain or an overthinker tends to take a more significant tool on your health than anything else, you had better start to face the unknown with different coping strategies. I would suggest maybe to try to replace expectation with plans. Maybe to start to believe in yourself, to get more confident and stop worrying about what you can't control. So, when life throws you a curveball and everything becomes uncertain, you will still be there at the opposite end of the spectrum, relishing the unknown. And then our discussion is like went a little bit deeper and we started talking about life goals and how failing to achieve goals can actually end up causing uncertainty and lots of overthinking. And in this part, and here I would just, you guys need to know this. For many people, life goals can be a source of stress, actually a very big source of stress. One of the reasons for feeling depressed is also having goals with no specific aim. So, Maybe, let's say this, goals that are too vague or non-specific can be one of the reasons that cause depression and self-doubt, simply because they lead you nowhere. In the long run, it can even harm your mental health, because a false belief that you cannot achieve more creates a downward cycle of negative thoughts. The problem here is actually about goal-setting. People tend to choose unrealistic goals, carrying with them the feeling that they must be perfect without a clear and workable plan. This definitely causes them to give up too soon. And then it decreases their motivation and creates excessive pressure and makes them feel bad when goals are not achieved. So you guys can protect the next they lose sight of how what is done can constantly be improved, while what is never done cannot be improved. And the solution is very, very, very simple. We call it goal shonking. So, breaking down larger goals into more realistic achievable steps can magically affect the way in which you see how you set your goals. So, Setting and accomplishing small and achievable goals has definitely a positive effect on motivation and will help you 
begin to realize the fact that you can accomplish larger goals. It provides you with a sense of pride that will keep you going. In this context, I also need to add and maybe tell you here that you guys need to understand that motivation alone is not enough. Sorry to break it to you. Yes, motivation never being enough. Motivation may get you actually to start, but habits get you to continue. So maintaining a winning habit is crucial. When you stop winning, you start losing. Simple as it sounds. Again, when you stop winning, you start losing. It's a choice we have to make. So talking about motivation is also can take us hours, but to summarize that, we need to say motivation is a very short-lived source. For example, when we encounter problems, we look always for someone or something to blame. The moment we realize that we are in charge of our life's outcomes, we can start to live responsibly. We can lead a life that is free of others' judgment and blame. A life that is built on self-sustainability and self-love. You guys, I would just think with you that we really need to do this. We need to focus on ourselves. We need to free ourselves from following others. We need to try to cultivate self-acceptance and earn the right to success. We need to outrun the old version of us and win our own battles. Once we all understand that we are responsible for our own growth, we will have the confidence to fly alone. In simple words, I would say we need to love ourselves. We need to start learn how to be happy. I realize that, you guys. I realize that sad people are incapable of making others happy. So... Instead of trying hard to make others happy, why not you start with yourself? The moment you stop draining your unappreciated energy toward others' happiness and focus instead on your status, you will start to glow. And guess what? (laughs) Happiness is somehow contagious. So when you are happy, you're capable of making others happy too. But only those who deserve your effort. So... Now, if we want to summarize what we just was talking about, we can say that there is one unique way to make yourself flourish. is when you stop drawing your self-esteem from others' validation. When you start to find new sources of self-esteem that comes from within. At the end of this short talk, I want to tell you guys maybe to remember this. Please, please remember this every time. Every time you choose to listen to the voice of fear in your head, to your inner critics, you are officially taking a step back from tapping into your full potential. You need to free your mind from resisting change and unleash the beast within. Thank you for listening. I hope you have enjoyed. And don't forget to drop your thoughts on the comment below. And now, cheers to all of you and see you next time. Bye.